Oh, what's up, everybody? This is Cha Cha Mystique, and you now tune into Live at Radio. Today, we're going to have a dope, amazing interview with Mel Love, um, founder and owner of Link to Link Management, Link to Link Entertainment. It's a movement beyond just a business that helps artists um, and creators be more visible to the public. Um, he was a manager of Black Rob, G. Depp, and Rudy Raw, and we're going to talk about his experience doing that. And he was a part of making sure Black Rob got his street name, street sign to the name on 115th Street and 1st Avenue. So before we get into that video, we're going to do our little disclaimers, and then we're going to get right into it. Disclaimer. Copyright Disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. So strikers, no strike me. Yes, strikers, don't strike me. Ladies and gentlemen, Mel Love, definitely in the building. In the meantime, while we wait for him to pull up, I'm going to show a bit of um, the street signing, and you'll see Mel Love um, making an announcement and letting it be known in front of him. Spanish Harlem, how important he was to not only our neighborhood and our community, but definitely to the hip hop culture. And we'll be right back. Big shout out to the, this is the Ross family right here, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta pay homage to the family, this is what we here for. Thank you to the council people, senators, the mayor, the police department, everybody, you know what I mean, that made this possible and made it happen, you know? The chaplain, thank you Pastor Rice. You know, he picked up my uh, my phone call last night on the time and said, yo, Mel Love, I got you, brother. I appreciate having all these great people that still my family to this day growing up here in Thomas Jefferson Projects, you know, on the east side. East side? I appreciate everybody. East side Sopranos, Phil Collins, Hollywood in the building. Ill coin, no play. Scene. I know we supposed to do the shows and performing, but we have to push it up to respect the NYPD for allowing us to do what we gotta do. Thank you, Melvin and the car wash. Doing what we have to do for today. Before we go, mascot showed up. Thank you, mascot. Thank you, man. Thank you, Poise. Thank you, Ill coin. Yo, before we get out of here, I like to give you know I'm gonna have to pass it to the close of the prayer to everybody. You know what I mean? But listen, wake the link is really the movement you want to move with. Y'all. Yes, Mel Love in the building. 
How you doing? <laughs> yes, how are you? You know, I'm glad you came to the show. We had a small amount of technical difficulty right now, but it's all good. So, so how are you? I'm tired, but blessed and highly favored family. Thank you for having me uh, join your show. I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Yes, yes. Much love and respect. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Um, we just finished watching the clip of Black Rob signing. Uh, you was his manager, is that correct? Yes, um, I got to become Black Rob's manager through my mentor, my boss who I used to work for at Uptown MCA and Bad Boy Entertainment, Mr. Kirk Burroughs. You know, uh, he called me one day and he was like, listen, Black Rob is out of control. He's not listening to the female uh, manager that he had on the team. He's uh, ditching and dodging her since you grew up with the man and everything like that. I believe he'll listen to you, Mel Love. So I need you to go get him right now. He needs to be down here in the office and he need to work. So I had to go and take care of Black Rob from there, you know what I mean? Uh, we grew up with each other in uh, Jefferson Projects. Big shout outs to Jefferson and everybody in Jefferson Projects. East I love side. you all. You know what I mean? East Side, Spanish Harlem. But you know, um, when Kirk Burroughs gave me the job, I was honored, you know, that they even looked upon me to give me such a big task like that, you know what I mean? Because Black Rob was a handful, and I knew from firsthand growing up with him in the hood, looking up to him, like seeing him on the park benches, writing and rapping and doing what he was doing out there, you know what I mean? And it's like seeing him doing all this and me getting the opportunity to manage him, you know, that made me step up to my, step up to the plate and really had to do what was uh, called upon me. So, you know, thank you, Kirk Burroughs, for giving me that job and that task to manage Black Rob. And thank you, Black Rob. You know, I know you in spirit, you here with us. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to manage you, you know, giving me that job and the opportunity to show and prove my skills and what I can do as far as management, because I wear many hats, you know what I mean? And we'll talk about that, you know, yes. within the uh, interview. Yes, definitely will. Now, I kind of want to know how it all started. Um, you brought up Kirk Burroughs, so you had to have some type of relationship in the industry in order for you to even get recommended in the first place. Um, but I want to get a little background about you. You say you're from Jefferson, so you're already from Spanish Harlem. We, we are um, related in that manner. But yeah, right. how did it all start from you? How did you get into the, um, into the entertainment business? Well, uh, it started from my mom and dad, you know, my mom was rapping, my dad was singing and everything. My dad was writing songs for his cousins, Frankie Lyman and the teenagers and his friends, Smokey Robinson and the list goes on. So as I grew up, my dad used to tell me, Mel, I need you to sing this song, reference this, reference that, you know what I mean? I had to sing late nights, early morning, you know, when he used to have his friends come over, you know, drinking and, you know, having any parties but all of a sudden I became the star of the show you know in my living room because my dad waking me up like Mel I need you to get up and I need you to sing this tune that I just wrote I want them to hear how it sounds so from my dad doing all that it basically was training for me you know um, getting me prepared for what yet to come you know and I'm just getting started you know uh, once again so 
you know, from doing that, uh, I just started growing the love for it. You know, the passion that I had for it. My dad had, you know, speakers and tape decks all over the house that he used to buy from Crazy Eddie. You know, um, you know, from back in the day, you know, so I know um, I might look young, but I am of age, you know, what I mean, especially saying things like Crazy Eddie prices yes. are insane. <laughs> yes. so, but, so before, you know, before we move forward in your story, you were saying that your father made you sing. Can you still sing? And if so, are you willing to hum a little tune that your father made you sing back then? Oh, yeah, he used to make me sing like Christmas songs that he wrote and everything, love songs and everything like that. But yeah, I still got a tune here and there because I'm still active. I am uh, I have records out right now all over on all social media platforms that y'all can go to. Just hit Mel Love or Mel Love Link the Link and I'm everywhere online. You know what I mean? So y'all can hit me up for that. But yes, uh, I'll give y'all a tune here and there, you know. Yeah, so let's hear it. Sometimes I get the feeling that I want to get with you And let my love go down the way I know you want me to Smooth and gentle, maybe in the pouring rain Lick you up and down and make you call my name, my love, baby A little yeah. something Yes, get it. You about to make me throw my drawers at the screen. Oh, man. And it's one thing to be inspired uh, by your um, parents, but it's another thing to actually enter the business. So what was that defining moment when you were entering the business of the entertainment world? Well, um, it was just the passion that I had. Like I said, growing up in Spanish Harlem, you know, I had to figure it out as well. I know my mom and dad was going through what they was going through and everything like that. So it kind of was a escape mechanism for me to escape from the real world that I was in going through that part of my life to just escape everything you know what I mean and like I said my dad used to have tape decks everywhere so I used to take one tape and put it in the tape deck and start getting pots and pans out of the kitchen and water filling it up you know what I mean with water to certain degrees you know and I don't know God was just giving me this vision to do all these things so while I'm beating on the pots and pans and creating a beat on the tape then I take the tape out that I recorded what I just uh, created then I put another tape I put the tape in that I created the beat already and then I put a blank tape in on the other side then I press record so while it's playing and recording it's playing everything that I just um beat on the pots and pans and on the you know on the glasses and the cups and everything like that coming out with this beat that's how I was able to create my beat 
after that, I started humming, then started singing melodies towards the beat and everything like that, where it became something. So I used to put my speakers out the window just to test and see if people in my neighborhood like the music. If they say it's, it's good, then they'll yell up at my window and be like, yo, Mel, love, turn it up. Or they'll be like, turn that stuff off. That's whack. You know what I mean? So I got the realness from my, my family downstairs, you know, all the people, my friends that was walking past the building, they got to hear me live. On top of that, I had a good friend by the name of Yogi that's a part of Hitman that was with Bad Boy and, and the group crew that Black Rob was also the, one of the rappers that rapped on one of their songs too. He used to live right upstairs from me as well, you know? So I had Yogi upstairs and I had a bunch of talented artists all around my neighborhood, which I turned out managing a lot of great talent around my neighborhood, you know? Um, so doing all that, you know, I came up with a couple of songs, you know, just recording and teaching myself how to do these things. And like I said, God gave me these visions to teach me how to uh, make my own beats and record at the same time by just using the tape deck. And at the time, I didn't have no studio or nothing like that. But when God gave me that vision, I just made it happen. So my dad came in one day and he was like, what you doing? He came in with my cousin Raheem, actually. You know, and they asked me what I was doing and I just said, listen to this. And then from there, they was like, yo, you, you got your own studio in here. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. on your background. I'm like, yo, I had uh, the, the sirens going off. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, being Spanish Harlem still, I can't, you know, get away from all of that. Sorry for, for the, um, you know, the sirens. But yeah, now it's all the good, family. Yeah, so um, how did you even meet Kirk Burroughs? I know that you said Yogi was a part of the play, but how did you meet Kirk Burroughs? Because he's the one that put you in position. Well, basically, it was from me going down being, um, you know, persistent and consistent, going down to Uptown MCA every single day telling them, y'all going to give me a job. Y'all going to hire me. I'm the man for the job. Y'all need to hire me. I got great ideas and I just want to share it with y'all. So, you know, Kim Porter was um, the secretary at the time at Uptown MCA, uh, Sybil. She was Puffy's assistant at the time. Um, Kirk Burroughs, I didn't, I didn't know him at all, you know, but since I've been going down to Uptown MCA every single day, or I'll go to Universal every single day, because sometimes I'll catch Puffy or Sybil at, up, uh, at um, Universal, you know? So I'm going down there, then I'm going to Uptown MCA. And at that time I was working for Def Jam already. I was a part of the street team with Benny the Rat and, you know, um, Russell Simmons, he hired me to just post up flyers, like give out flyers and post up posters on the wall, gave us a little camera, disposable, telling us to take pictures of all the work that we was uh, doing out there, promoting these parties and everything like that. But the only thing about Def Jam, I love Def Jam and everything like that. And thank you, Russell Simmons, for giving me the opportunity and that chance to be a part of the street team and learn that inside of marketing and promotions at Def Jam, where for me, I wanted to be at Uptown so bad because I'm from Uptown Harlem and they had all the fly people over there. You know what I mean? Not to say that Russell Simmons and them wasn't fly, but they was more on the 
baggy clothes and they was on the um how you say that uh, army gear you know what i mean they they was like that you know what i mean more rugged and street you know so real hood and everything like that which i respect because you know how i grew up i grew up in the streets of jefferson project so you had to be rugged and you had to hold your own in order to survive out there you know what i mean so you know but my passion, I always wanted to be a part of Uptown because I seen how fly they was, you know, being a part of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know, Andre Harrell, um, rest in peace to Andre Harrell, you know, but I used to see them in parties that I used to sneak into and everything like that. And I said, yo, I need to be a, a part of this company right here. My spirit just kept on saying, yo, you need to be a part of that. So, you know, by going down there every day, uh, you know, I just said to myself, I'm not going to stop. So at the time, I also had a TV show that I came up with with two of my great friends, Sean Blacks and uh, Harlem Mad Dad, which his name is Mr. Stash right now, you know, came up with a TV show called Follow the Flavor. And this is before the Internet was even popping, before people even knew what Internet was. We only had AOL and the big uh, Roller flip phones and the beeper. You understand? So when we created Follow the Flavor, only one that really was around was Ralph McDaniels, Uncle Ralph to this day. You know what I mean? He's the only one that was around. And I asked him, I said, could you help us one day when we was at a show and a party? And he said, do it yourself. So for me, at that time, I was so naive and I didn't understand what Ralph McDaniels was telling me when he told me do it myself. You know what I mean? I thought he was disrespecting me and everything like that. So I got mad at him. I cursed him out and everything. You know what I mean? Wait, and I just said, you know something? Ralph in his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I thought I thought he was being disrespectful to me, telling me do it myself. But maybe he seen something in me. Like we talked about it later on down in life when we talked about it, we laughed about it. And we cool to this day. I love Uncle Ralph, you know what I mean? McDaniel. So it's all good. Video music box for life. But at that time, I told him I want I asked him for help and I just said, you know something? Could you help me? He said, do it yourself. So, you know, like I said, I was so naive and just so, you know, um, like on my own wave. I just said, you know something? I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do it better than you and I'm gonna show you what I can do and everything like that being so naive. So I went out there and I turned up, you know what I mean? I had, we had the number one best TV show there was. We had everybody from schools to worldwide looking at us on public access, you know, uh, watching us an hour long show called Follow the Flavor TV show where we had all the rappers, singers everybody that's who somebody right now to this day we put on follow the flavor which helped catapult all their careers you understand like i said there was no internet at the time so everybody had to come to follow the flavor to check to see what was the hot videos what was the hot topics who we was interviewing who we was shouting out uh stores we was giving um we was doing little commercials for them we was uh collecting free merchandise i had like barone press back in the day thank you barone press for pressing up my flyers and giving us the opportunity Fifty thousand flyers hitting the streets you know with all follow the flavor material so people can really watch 
who was on TV at that time. So we really blew a lot of these artists up, like a Jay-Z, Sean Puffy Combs running around with him with all his parties that was going on. My good friend Tupac and Biggie, you know what I mean? Um, Craig Mack, Jodeci, Mary J. Blige, Father MC, Christopher Williams, Nesto Velasquez, the list goes on. So all these great people was on Follow the Flavor TV show where Ralph McDaniel started seeing us and he had to hire two more people to help him out. And that was Tuffy and Crazy Sam, you know, just to help him to to keep up with what we was doing because we young and we in the hood we every every hood we bringing the cameras out with um like with uh uh prodigy um we was there when prodigy and and nori got into it you know we was there with wu-tang clan first started you know uh, old dirty bastards uh foot was broke he jumped up off the stage and stopped fighting with the people in the crowd we was there for all that we was there when tupac shot up in the air you know the first sauce awards you know what i mean benzino sauce awards so i know they got a lot of tapes out there where you can see me and i had the microphone actually i helped save the life of q-tip when uh Tupac was gonna bust him in the head with a pipe and all that. You know what I mean? We'll talk so, about so that later on. Slow down. What happened? You saying a lot of jewels? You it's too much. You know, I got a lot of jewels, but I gotta save a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? For follow the flavor. You know. But that was the name of my TV show with good, uh, two good friends of mine, Sean Blacks and Harlem Mad Dad. You know, at the time. So you know, like I said, there was no competition or nothing like that because we was really turning up, and I was that mad at Ralph McDaniel's for telling me to do it myself that he wasn't going to take the time to help a young individual trying to get up in the business and learn from him because I've looked at him as the master and the teacher of his greatness that he is video music box to this day you know so for all the crazy things that I did or follow the flavor which I look at now which all these reality shows are here today that I still didn't get my credit and my just due for creating all these things that I was ahead of my time even Michael Bivens ran up on me in the streets on 42nd and was like Mel Love keep on doing what you're doing you got everybody in the music business looking at you we had people from our schools from three to four rocking with us you know what I mean everywhere we went we turned into hood stars hood celebrities you know, doing the TV show Follow the Flavor, we was everywhere with it. When Puffy got in trouble with the City College, we was there on site filming everything, you know what I mean? But, you know, all these tapes everywhere, all this stuff that, you know, I kept in my possession, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, I saved a lot of people out there and I still didn't get the credit for it yet, you know, while these people popping bottles, riding their Bentleys and riding around town, but Mel Love covered their ass, you know what I mean? And did what I had to do, pause. Yes, I feel you. Well, I just want to say this, I, you know, um, shout out to Ralph and Daniels. Yeah, you know, big shout out to Uncle Ralph. Just, just, just for those that are, are watching, right? It's more of just go out there and do it because like like you, he was, um, just had to go out there and do it because there was no avenue. And um, I had the luxury of talking to Ralph McDaniels and he, that was one of his advice that he was given. If you have right. a camera, whatever it is you have, he was like, even now, um, people don't even need to bring out the junkie, uh, uh, 
camcorder and stuff Camcord like that. Right. Their phones these days. Just go out there, shoot the con the content and put it out there. Just put it out there. Don't worry about anything else. Just put it out there. And I think, you know, for those that might watch it, because you get the lesson now, but those that are listening who may not understand it, that's what that is. You know, there is no set formula to the success of being out here in the entertainment world. If you have an idea, if you are um, got to even now, if you have a, a cell phone, just go out there, shoot the content and put it out there on your own. Let me bring him back. Yeah, so I think that was the the underlining message of it all. But yeah, so um, you were saving a lot of things. You was there for a lot of prolific things. Little technical difficulties, things happen, you know what I mean? But you know, we here. And and just like um, you just finished saying that, uh, oh, he left again. (laughs) I guess he got technical difficulties, but... Um, I'm about, oh, there he go right here. Yeah. So I'm just back. like, yeah, just like Ralph McDaniels, he has like a warehouse and a basement filled to the ceiling with content that he, um, um, produced back then, even still now. What, what does your, um, arsenal look like with, with the content? Is it just as big or bigger you think? Now, I got a lot of arsenic. You know, I mean, my content is great right now. I got a lot of content from back then to now. I've been filming since I was a kid. Uh, but I want to say, you know, again, uh, big ups to Ralph McDaniels because by him telling me to do it myself, even though I was arrogant back then, now I got the message now. And like I said, me and um, Ralph McDaniels talked at his birthday party, actually. I went over there to his birthday party that he invited me to. I filmed him. And he said, you know something, Mel Love? I've been following the flavor since you was a kid, man. You know what I mean? So that made me feel good inside, like knowing that, you know, I was kind of his competition back then because I kept him on his toes, but he really kept me on my toes and he made me see a bigger light because when I seen him at a couple of old school shows uh, where um, Black Rob was performing, in SWV, Jodeci, uh, he told me, he was like, brother, you did great work and I can't wait to see your next chapter in work that you're about to uh, start producing. So I appreciate Ralph McDaniels and thank you for that. You know what I mean? He has been putting out great work. He got a documentary with Nas right now. So everybody go check out that documentary with Ralph McDaniels and Nas. You know, it's hot, you know, so big ups to y'all. But At the end of the day, you know what I mean? For me, I have a catalog worth of music, catalog worth of TV shows, movies, cartoons, children's specials that's going on my new channel, which is going to be on Roku, Amazon TV, Fire Stick, and Apple TV. So I've been prepping to build a a legacy of uh, content with us, people that I see that have talent, and I'm here for everybody and I uh, built the network for that purpose. Link to Link TV network is for, you know, uh, the show light on everybody that have great talent out here, you know, so it don't stop. And I'm still here. Like I said, even though I did it back then, I'm just getting started again, you know, to do what I got to do and put out this great work. 
Yeah, so when you was producing your film back then, what was the most favorite moment you had? I know you just finished naming a long list of, of dope things, but I kind of want to get into at least one story, something that is most more significant in the success uh, of your TV show. Um, when I gave Biggie Smalls his name, the notorious B.I.G., the king of New York, uh, I was coming in from school. I was going to Julia Richmond High School. Big ups to everybody at Julia Richmond, you know. Um, Kirk Burroughs, I came inside and Kirk Burroughs was like, yo, uh, we cannot put out no records because uh, Biggie Smalls, is, uh, he can't use that name no more. He's about to get sued by the other Biggie Smalls and everything like that. So I'm like, wow. So I get an opportunity to come up with a name, you know, so then he was like, yeah, you got to go in the conference room with everybody else. So everybody that was in the conference room, it was uh, Sybil, which was uh, Puffy's assistant uh, at the time, which is uh, Total's management. Um, Q, Jesse West, Third Eye, uh, Kim Porter. God bless the dead to Kim Porter. She was the secretary at the time at Uptown. Uh, Keisha from Total and myself and Kirk Burroughs and uh, Kirk Burroughs told everybody hey we got to come up with these names and everything like that let's see if we can come up with a name together or if y'all come up with something individually just uh, write it down on a piece of paper don't put your name on it or nothing like that just write it down and fold it up and put it in the um, basket I'm like don't put your name on it ah nah I had to write my name on it you know what I mean? Because I wanted to get the credit for if I came up with something good, I wanted them to know that it was me. So I looked at everybody around the room and everybody looking at each other, laughing and joking. And, you know, we talking in the conference room and, you know, um, we started writing down the names, getting serious, coming up with all types of stuff, you know. So then I just started, you know, uh, praying. Like I always do, having a conversation with God. And when I started praying, I just said, you know, God, Biggie, he came into the office one day. So, you know, um, when he came inside, Kirk Burroughs got up and he went to the bathroom. So he didn't get to see what was going on behind the scenes because he left to get up to go to the bathroom. So as Kirk Burroughs got up to go to the bathroom, normally my desk like his desk is in the front and i'm sitting behind the desk you know what i mean and that's what my seat was at and my all my paperwork and everything that i was doing for him because i was kirk burrow's assistant at the time so you know um when he got up to go to the bathroom i got up and i had to get something from uh behind the desk you know uh, uh actually kirk asked me to go downstairs to go get some lunch for us so i had to go into the petty cash you know so i'm going behind the desk to go into the petty cash to get the lunch money so i can go downstairs and get his lunch uh mark pitts walked in with uh biggie smalls biggie came in with a white t-shirt on uh pizza eating pizza and stuff like that you know what i mean so mark pitts asked me yo could biggie sit in here while i go in the room and talk to puff because we have a meeting a little while you know what i mean so i don't want to bring biggie inside the office yet until after i speak to puff you know what i mean because we got some other people coming in so i'm like all right no problem he can sit here so i let him sit in my seat where i normally sit at so as he's sitting there i get in 
the seat where Kurt Burroughs usually sit at because he's the general manager at the time for up to MCA doing um, uh, he's assistant to you know uh, Sean Puffy Combs and everything like that you know so at the end of the day he was like yo um, have him sit in here and then after that I'll be right back so as he did that you know I said you know uh, what's going on? How you doing? What's your name? So he was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm scared to death. You know what I mean? This is my first time doing this record company stuff. I did a couple of mixtapes here and there. You know what I mean? I rap, but you know, man, I'm scared. So I was like, yo, family, let me hear you rap. So he started rapping and I'm listening to him and I'm like, wow, man, you sound dope. I said, you know something? You remind me of a pastor and I can see everything that you're doing as you're rapping to me. I said, yo, that's dope. I said, you know something? You should just go in there and just tell Puffy if he don't sign you, he's going to lose the best thing that ever that he ever heard in his life. I was like, yo, you go in there and you tell him that you know you the best thing that um um you the best thing that 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 he ever will see in his life and if you miss out on him then you will never get nobody like me ever again so he was like you think that shit gonna work you think that shit gonna work and i was like yeah it's gonna work just go in there your confidence you gotta have confidence in you're a rapper you hardcore you in the streets of brooklyn and all that I'm from Harlem. I'm trying to tell you, family. I'm like, look, your confidence is going to win you over. Go in the room right now in, in Puffy's office and you go in there and you demand that you the best rapper there is. And he was like, word, all right, no problem. So when he walked in, the Mark Pitts came out, got him. He walked back in. After that, Kirk Burroughs came out the bathroom. And he was like, oh, you didn't go to the store to get the lunch yet? I was like, not yet, because, you know, um, Mark asked me to uh, have somebody come in here, you know what I mean? And he was like, all right, no problem. So I was trying to take my time and stall because I wanted to find out what was going on, you know what I mean? After Biggie went inside the room with Puff to talk to him to find out what's going on. So I ran downstairs, got our lunch and everything like that, came back upstairs. As I'm coming back upstairs, I sat down in my seat and Kirk Burroughs was sitting there doing some paperwork and he was on the phone. Next thing you know, when they came out, Mark Pitts walked um, past the office and said, what's up to Kirk? They looked at each other and stuff like that. And then they walked and he walked off. When Biggie came in, he looked at me. He was like, yo, I got it. I got the deal. He's like, yo, that's dope. Thank you, man. You know what I mean? He was like, yo, if you would have never told me what you told me, I don't think I would have did this shit. He was like, thank you. He picked me up and started hugging me and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, you squeezing me. Oh, I can't breathe. So, you know what I mean? We started laughing and stuff like that. He was like, yo, thank you. He was like, yo, I, I always going to remember you for real. So then after that, that was it. So from that moment, by me doing that for Biggie when we was in the conference room I'm praying to God and I'm asking him I'm like yo please give me a name that I can come up with for this great personality like he joked around he laughed with everybody he was a character in himself so I said you know something God just helped me come up with the name so as I started writing down God started giving me the vision so I started writing it down and I said no to or I oh and when I said oh I said it out loud you know what I mean so everybody looking at me and they was like looking around like what <laughs> so I was like oh my bad I was just having a conversation with God so I'm writing it down and stuff like that so I was like us 
Okay, notorious. So I was like, all right, when I wrote it down, no two or I owe us. So I got notorious and I said, we can keep the B.I.G. because I'm adding something to Biggie already. This is what he always called himself. So, you know, why change that? You know what I mean? If I add something on to this, then this a rock right here. So where I got the king of New York from one day we was at uh, we was going downtown to a show. And it was me and my good friend, um, my old singing partner, G-Man, Garulallah Harrison from Harlem Six. And um, we was walking in the club. So as we walking in the club, Biggie was calling me. He was like, yo, Mel, they ain't let me in the club. So I turned around. So I looked at the guard. I was like, you know who this is? I said, man, he got some hot records. He's about to be blowing up in the city right now. This is the king of New York. Y'all better let this man in the club and stuff like that. And Biggie had Little C's with him and a couple of other people from Junior Mafia with him and everything. So when the guard seen me, he was like, yo, I know you, Mel. So all right, if you say it's all good, then it's cool. You know what I mean? So when I got him in, he was like, yo, thanks, Mel. He was like, yo, that's dope, though, what you just said. The king of New York, that shit fit me. You know what I mean? I said, yo, that's dope right there. I was like, well, you like it, keep it. You know what I mean? But I didn't think nothing of it right then and there. So when I wrote it down, I just put Notorious B.I.G. You know what I mean? And when I gave him the King of New York was from me getting him in the club that day when I told the, the, the uh, security guards to let him in, letting them know this is going to be the King of New York right here. Let him in the club. So that's how I came up with the name Notorious B.I.G. King of New York, giving Biggie Smalls his name, the late Christopher Wallace. You know, so... Big shout outs to Biggie. B.I.G. The notorious B.I.G., ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, and rest in peace to him. And shout out to his family and his son right. and everything like that. And Big shout I didn't out even know that. Right. that. That's very historical. Historical piece of information in hip hop that, that forever changed. Because people was wondering, you know, why we not calling him um, Biggie Smalls anymore. And now that we learned that it was a, a lawsuit. Um, the source, though, um, just recently put out that there was another person from the south named um, Big One or Big One or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I just I just also, heard that somebody just uh, sent me this and was like, "Yo, Mel Love, what's this?" I don't know what it is. You know, what I mean, a lot of people cap, a lot of people put stuff out, but I gave Biggie that name in the '90s. You know what I mean? So anything no, but that came, like juicy, like his character, because um, he did put out a record. Um, they released the record, and right. it was uh, a year before Juicy came out. And it's go it's to say that um, Puff stole that imagery and placed it on the Notorious B.I.G. How do you feel about that? Well, I have no feelings towards it, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of things happen in this industry, and at the end of the day, you know, uh, big shout-outs to the notorious B1, whoever he is. Uh, peace and blessings to you, family. But at the end of the day, I know my works and what I created, you know, what I did, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, I didn't take nothing from the man, you know. So peace and blessings to you and moving forward, you know, um... There is speculation talking about Puffy stole this and that, you know what I mean? Puffy stole a lot of shit, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, he just need to, you know, um, talk to people and give people their credit what credit is due. 
But as far as the juicy record and stuff like that, it was a sample, a great sample at that. You know what I mean? So I don't think, you know, it was something being stolen from this guy, this new guy that is coming out talking about he's the creator of this. You know what I mean? I don't know. I wasn't there for it. You know what I mean? Only thing I was there for was giving Biggie his name. And that was a gift from God giving me the insight and telling me what to say at that time and era. And at the same time, I feel B1. I didn't get the credit for it. I was young. I was a little kid. You know what I mean? Just trying to be a part of a team that I thought was going to look out for me and give me my credit where credit was due and let the world know that I was the one that gave Biggie Smalls and Notorious Big his name but that didn't happen until recently you know what I mean my story started coming out because I'm not stopping out here I'm still moving forward doing great things out here you know and letting the world know what's going on but at the end of the day it's like you know Puffy go through a lot of stuff, you know, with a lot of individuals out here from all the artists that was put on and everything like that. I had to deal with Puffy a couple of times myself, arguing with him back and forth. But at the end of the day, when I made my point, he gave me what I asked for because I argued him down to the point where he already knew I was right. Just to show you a, a, a point, I put the man on a flyer. I put Puffy face on the flyer i was doing a party at t new york and he called me he said mel love you put me on the flyer i want ten thousand dollars i said what <laughs> ten thousand for what so he was like yo man i signed contracts this and that i was like yo family i'm not giving you shit. can i curse on here yeah go ahead do you all right, family. I'm just keeping it real. I can't. I, I don't know how else to but tell the truth. So, you know, when Puffy called me, I was in the studio with Rudy Ray Raw, Poodle Brock, G Depp. Um, I was in the studio in my studio, Link to Link Studios, where I had on 115th Street and Park Avenue. Right. So I was uh, recording a periodical for G Depp to get him back out there because Puffy dropped the ball on him. He wasn't dealing with G-Dep at the time. So I had to take my family because he asked me for help. And he said, Mel Love, could you please help me get back where I need to be? I said, you wait, my wait, family? Wait, yes, you, I will. Wait, wait, time out. Because you, you, you giving me a lot of dope information, <laughs> but I kind of want to make sure everybody stays on track with what was actually going on. So we are up to the part where, um, Cook Burroughs tells you to manage uh, Black Rob um, because it wasn't doing so well with the, the female um, manager that he had before. So um, can you take us there at that time? And did you know Black Rob beforehand, before coming his manager? And how yeah, was yeah, the yeah. relationship like? Actually, me and Rob was cool, you know what I mean? Growing up in the hood of Jefferson Projects. And uh, actually myself, Sean Blacks and Harlem Mad Dad was the first one to put Black Rob on TV, on our TV show, Follow the Flavor, which gave opportunity for Black Rob to get signed at Bad Boy. You understand? By seeing our work that we filming him rapping on the bench, beating up on the wall on 115th Street and 1st Avenue where his street sign is at. Back in the day, it was a pizza shop and an icebox right there. So he was able to beat on the icebox and, you know, 
we filmed them there. So that's how he uh, pretty much got looked upon where they love what they seen and uh, love what they heard. So at the end of the day, that's how Black Rob got on with the whole family at Bad Boy. But, you know, um, my time as far as managing Black Rob, Kurt Burroughs called me one day and told me, hey, he's not listening to the female manager that he had at the time, you know. So, Mel Love, since you grew up with Black Rob, we would love you to manage him. How you feel about that? I was jumping for joy inside. I said, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I'll manage him. Not a problem. So... I had the opportunity to manage Black Rob, you know, taking them from different studio sessions like um, 24 Hours to Live when we was doing the record with um, The Locks, Mace, DMX, God Bless the Dead to DMX. Wow, we losing a lot of our um, great rappers. This is crazy. But being around that whole circuit, you know, um, Angie Martinez calling me, asking me to take them to Jamrock, you know, um, for her all white party. That's how he was able to meet Petey Pablo and get Petey Pablo what he got, you know what I mean? And become alumni member, which is Black Rob's uh, label that he also asked me to help him manage, you know? So um, by doing that, uh, I also, you know, with Wendy Williams, bringing them to certain places, him and Aaron Hall, you know, bringing them to the uh, Wendy Williams uh, birthday parties and just different places. You know, we was doing shows, uh, going into the studio, working on different uh, projects, you know, for Puff and for Black Rob himself, you know. Yeah. So, 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 when, did, so when did G-Dub come into play? Um... G-Dep came into play when Black Rob uh, wanted to work with G-Dep because he felt G-Dep was so hot from Johnson Projects. Big shout out to everybody in Johnson Projects, I'm you know. Johnson. Shout out to Johnson. Right. 1840 <laughs> from the same building. Rest in peace, Miss Coleman. The All icy right. lady. Family, you know, right. I had, I had good icy <laughs> sense. But yeah, go ahead. All right. Story. So, you know, big shout out to CC, G-Dep mom, and yeah. everybody, you know. Um, but you know, um, Black Rob was the one that brought G Depp in. And then when G Depp started working with Bad Boy, when um, he wasn't working with Puff no more, G Depp came to Link to Link and asked me to help him. So I just said, all right, you my family. He's a Coleman just like me. So I have no choice but to help my family member out. You know what I mean? So I just said, all right, let's go. So I went in the studio with G Depp, produced a couple of records for him, from producing a couple of records for him. Um, I got a couple of calls saying, yo, what you doing? I heard you managing G-Dep now too. So I was like, yeah, what you got for me? So it was a company out of um, Canada uh, called Streets Most. Big shout outs to Streets Most magazine, you know, and um, they called me. So they hired us to go out there to perform with Drake before Drake even came out to where he was. Well, who he is right now he was on Degrassi at the time you know what I mean but just starting his career in the music industry so I got to meet Drake and talk to him you know what I mean talking about this like 2012 you know what I mean when we was planning to do a 2012 tour and stuff like that you know what I mean as me being DJ Mel Mix but um we did the show with Mario um that got signed with Alicia Keys at Jive 
you know, in Canada. But, you know, we did great um, stuff. Uh, Speaking Rock uh, Club Casinos, uh, me and G-Dep did the Summer Jam, and we tore that thing up. You know, that's when I got to show my skills as far as me being an artist, as Mel Love, and showing my, my skills as managing at the same time and being G-Dep's hype man and managing Black Rob and doing these shows and tours in different places i just started putting my own stuff together and just saying hey if puffy ain't doing it we got to get money we got to keep the lights on and we got to pay studio fees and do all this stuff to keep us living out here i might as well just put my own shows together and everything like that and that's when i started venturing off doing my link to link tours and everything like that and shows with different people i had people that did help me in the industry that was um that uh, was close and just said, yo, Mel Love, I love what you're doing out here. And I appreciate them, you know. Um, I did things with Drew Hill, you know, at the beginning. Thank you, you know, for uh, seeing what was going on. You know, um, the yeah, one who we, gave but us- wait, But wait, just, before we move forward, back to G-Duck. Um, Cause we know that he turned to himself and did he ever discuss that with you saying what his intentions was or was that a shock for you when he turned himself in about that murder charge which he is it was probably, um, still serving time in prison for like he was going through things as we was traveling going on tours and everything like that you know and he used to tell me when i used to sit and talk to him and be like yo family you all right everything's going good with you and he was like nah i just don't understand why god keep on blessing me with all these great things with you helping me get back where i need to be we doing all these great shows i'm getting paid i'm, I'm getting money and i'm able to do all this stuff but you know i don't feel right you know so i never understood that so when he turned himself in that was a shock to my system because i was like wow i never knew none of this stuff you know what i mean but i love g-dep to this day and g-dep was the realest artist that i ever worked with anyway you know what i mean because even when i got fed up and i left new york and closed all my studios down my office and everything like that and i just said forget about the industry i don't even want to deal with this shit no more i don't care about it and i left and i went to venture off and just get a peace of mind in arizona g Depp was the only one that called me and said yo mel love i did a show over here um in allentown i gotta send you your money i'm like huh he was like, yo, Mel Love, I just did this other show with Shaka T in upstate Middletown. He just paid me to do a show. I got to send you your, your portion of your money because you did put me back where I need to be and I'm keeping my end of the bargain. So, you know, G-Dep, you know, uh, taught me something, you know, to always keep it real, keep your word, be a man about what you say and make it happen and just do it you know even though i, I, I already was doing that but it, it reinsured uh reinstated that for me you know he he put that back into my spirit and said yo you doing great things to keep on moving forward just do it you know and i love family to this day you know i talk to his mom all the time uh cousin boise was going on yeah, family you know uh his sister you know what i mean yeah. I, I 
you know, I'm still in contact with the family and everything like that because it's my family at the end of the day, you know what I mean? So, you know, that never will stop, you know what I mean? So big shout out to all of us out here, the whole Coleman family. I love you all, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, we're going to keep on moving forward. And when G-Dep come out, blessings to him. I want him to, you know, uh, be with his family. And take care of family first You know what I mean It's not about the industry Forget about the industry And all that stuff Take care of yourself And take care of your family first You know what I mean And make sure you spend time With them Because you've been away For so long That you need to reinstall What you left behind You know what I mean And really get back With the family So you can do What you gotta do Before these savages Start pulling you Left and right And try to tell you G-Dep I got this for you And I got that It's not about that You know I mean it's family for life and we're gonna do what we gotta do you already know but at the end of the day you gotta do what's right and he's already been doing what is right because for somebody to have the mental capacity and that good heart that he did to tell on yourself and put yourself behind bars and nobody knew what the hell was going on then I commend you for that. You know, that's a Jesus move right there. Yeah, you know I what I mean? To, I got to speak to him um last year and he is he's such in great spirits. Like yes. he even gave me a, a, a little high sixteen to let everybody know that he's still, you know, writing music while he's in there. I mean he's in better spirits than a lot of people who are actually free out right. there and right. it was so refreshing to speak with him and, and everything like that now um you spoke yeah about we talk we talk i love family you know what i mean so at the end of the day you know people think that we don't keep in contact with each other that we don't have no conversations we talk you know what I mean? Uh, I talked um, to him. I talked to him, his mom. Like I said, I talked to G Depp. And when Rudy Ray Royal put him on the phone with me, when Ty, you know what I mean? Uh, Legacy, you know, all these great individuals, you know what I mean? I love all my brothers and sisters out here that we moving forward and we making things happen and life do hit us all don't get me wrong everything is not peaches and cream out here like people think because we in the music business and everything like that like everything is all hunky-dory and we just partying and bullshitting all the time now it's not even like that we have families we we striving out here to be the best us every single day i know for myself and that's what i can speak for i'm really out here working doing community work like just the other day, you know, um, big shout outs to Rose, uh, Rose Davis and Chris, uh, Pablo. Um, we just did the COVID walk, you know, Josh B, you know, uh, Gin Tone Sound, you know, the staging. We just put up a stage in front of the governor's mansion. You understand? Uh, put a stage there, sound. We just walk for the COVID walk. You understand how how uh, deep that is right there for putting a monument where people can see around the world. It was on the news and everything like that. Channel 2, Channel 4, Fox 5, 11, 12, even the Spanish stations was out there. So I appreciate all of y'all coming out for the COVID walk, you know what I mean, that Rose Davis just had and we was a part of it you know big shout outs to my manager Gigi you know um we've been doing great things out here uh we just put Black Rob sign up on 115th yes, Street yes, and yes. First so, Avenue you know yes, what I mean so wait, before, before big shout out to C Styles you know what I mean for helping me with that 
Um, yes, it's a lot of people, man. But, but give me a second, um, because um, I, let me just do this quick reset real, real quick for the people that just coming in the building. What's up, everybody? Right. This is Cha Cha Mystique, and you now tune in to Live That Radio. Today, we have a special guest, Mel Love, in the building. He, yes, he's already been talking about um, um, his, his dealings with Bad Boy, being um, Black Rob's manager, as well as G Depp's. He's already been talking about inventing big, the notorious B.I.G.'s name, which I didn't know. A few run-ins with Ralph McDaniels, but it turned out to be inspirational. Um, and now we up, we continually talk about his um, 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 being Kirk Burrow's assistant. I mean, a lot has went on already. Um, I kind of want to get into, oh, if you're looking, please share the room, like it share share the video so we can have more people coming up in here and we can keep this thing rocking now you um just moving back a little bit because you do you have said a whole lot but i kind of want to get a few particulars in you say you're assisting kurt burroughs yes kurt burroughs has been recently coming out to tell his story and how he was jipped out of his career um for those that don't know he was um, assistant to major TV networks even before he went to Bad Boy. Like right. he had a phenomenal career and how it ended was very tragic with lawyers being involved and him not getting the just to with a lot of things that um, uh, intellectual property of things he was trying to put in. And I'm gonna wait till he tells his story. I got an interview with him coming up as well. Right. So I'm gonna wait right. for that. I'm not gonna dive into that. but. You being Kurt Burrow's assistant, as well as you saying how a lot of things wasn't going right, that she was about to give it up. What were some of the things that you were um, witnessing and what did you mean by you wasn't getting your just due while working in the bad boy camp? Well, for instance, um, I'm a young kid. I'm young, running around, doing a lot of stuff, like going into the studios, programming the MPC 2000 XL for Mario Winans for them to do. I need a girl who can ride, ride, you know what I mean? That Loon is on, Puffy's on, that uh, Elgin, well, y'all know him as Genuine, you know what I mean, is on. Uh, doing songs uh, for Faith Evans. I remember, you know what I mean? Uh, helping these people do great work, you know, even to the point where Kirk Burroughs used to tell me, yo, Mel Love, um, Bruce, Mary J. Bly's, um brother need to go in the studio and everything like that so they can scribe out the song for Mary J. Blige. They using my studio for this. So at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I'm doing this great work too, helping these people out, doing what they got to do. Where was um, my portion of it? Where's my platinum plaques that everybody received? Where's my just do? Where, where, where's y'all talking about Mel Love was a part of this? You know, like my family was getting so mad at me saying Mel why are you not saying nothing why are you just keeping your mouth closed these people um, don't owe you shit you did a lot for these people and these people is, is not saying your name so if they ain't saying your name we don't believe you we don't believe your stories we don't believe none of that so I'm walking around like if I was lying or something like that you know what I mean and so recently like you said Kirk Burrell started coming out telling the yeah. real stories about what's going on. I gave Biggie Smalls his name and a lot of stuff that I did, 
you know, Chucky Thompson, you know what I mean? You know, um, I got to see him shout the Hocus for fifth. Um, I'm a rabbit hole member, and um, we did an interview with him, Kirk Burroughs, and um, you know, I I wasn't too familiar with him up until that interview on Clubhouse, and um, just listening to it, it was like, oh my god, like really to the point where you know he was robbed not only of his um 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 intellectual property the things that he were involved with but right. the way they handled him at the end with the lawyers and the documents yeah, being shredded all that other stuff did that happen to you as well none of that shit will happen to me because i like i told you before i'm street in corporate you know what i mean i had to choke a couple executives at the time when i was young so at the end of the day I don't believe these people will play with me like that you know what i mean and at the end of the day like i told you yeah me and puffy argued and we went through what we had to go through and stuff like that but we never physically got into it like that like in the interview and all the uh people try to say i smacked the shit out of diddy and all that stuff you know what i mean just to clear it up and everything like that Yes, me and Puffy had our arguments and stuff like that, but I never lay hands on Puffy or nothing like that. So let's just make it clear. You understand? I respected Puffy for his business savvy and what he do, but he's wrong in uh, another sense because he's not giving credit where credit is due. All he need to do is just give us our credit. That's all. Give everybody that work hard with you, they credit. Like people write, people produce, people give you these great ideas that God has given us the visions for and we helping you. You can't forget about the people that's helping you. You understand? Like now, for instance, my name is Mel Love. I'm the only love. I'm giving love all the time. Everybody that know me since I was a kid. Mel Love, link to link, the movement you want to move with, the outlet, all the plugs come to me, right? So now, He's running around brother love. Why? You can't be me at all. Now, I appreciate Kirk Burroughs calling me the other day, telling me, you know, congratulations, Mel, on your Lifetime Achievement Award. You know, you see what Puffy up there doing and everything like that. Yeah, we all a part of that. You know, we all a part of the legacy of bad boy. You know, at the end of the day, we all work hard. Only thing I say, everybody just need to get paid for their time and their work that they put in because he's not the only one, you know, that put in all his time and his work. You know, like I told you before, my family was mad at me because I really didn't say nothing. The reason why I didn't want to say nothing, because at the end of the day, I was like, nah, it's nothing to talk about. I was doing my job. You know, at the end of the day, I gave things to these people. I gave them precious jewels where they all eaten to this day. We all eating. I'm still eating. It's 2022. I'm good. You understand? But I could be better. I could be sitting the way he's sitting too. But I'm still good. I'm all right, you know, because God blessed me with the vision still. God still have me here. I'm living, you know, I'm still helping people. I'm still working with great artists like Josh B or 500K or Gigi or Rudy Ray Raw or Puda Brock. You know, I'm still working with these these people. You know, I love all these people. You know, I'm still working with great individuals in this business that 
you know, that still I believe in them and they still believe in me. That keeps me going. I still get records out that I still can produce and write and do all these great things. Big shout out to Child Lucci. You understand? With Lucci with. Uh, that's a good friend of mine's also. He got a artist, Uncle Sam, that he put out through Boys to Men. I'm around all these people still. Big shout outs to Boys to Men. They hollered at me yesterday through Chalucci. Thank you. You understand? I'll see y'all when y'all come up. You know what I mean? With your show. But anyway, you know what I mean? I have still great friends out here. You yes, know, that still know. believe in me and what I stand for. You know, Puffy yeah. just need to get his thing together. He cannot run around talking about his brother love and his love and everything like that when you're not really showing love like that. You understand what I'm saying? The the time is now for you to stop. And I'm saying it now. I'm Mel Love, Link the Link, the movement you want to move with. And you have a number. Like you always called me before, you can call me again and I'll give you my number again. It's 646-973-067. So at the end of the day, man talk. You understand? This is realness coming right now. Yeah. No, it's all good because I'm real like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's real like that. And Puffy know how real Mel Love is since I was a kid. You understand? When he had Usher and them, yo, look, go hang out with Mel Love. Go over there with him. Usher and them, they all know. At the end of the day, Mel Love is the realest thing that the Allah says Jesus of Nazareth. So none of y'all can even act like y'all don't know who Mel Love is. You know, you had Meek Mills, uh, you know, and somebody else named Mel Love running around. That's when I fell back. And I didn't say nothing to none of these dudes. But thank you for the check that y'all paying me for the music that you stole from me. It's all good. Like I said, at the end of the day, I wisened up. I signed my paperwork, I dotted my I's and I crossed my T's and I'm lit. You understand? At the end of the day, I'm out here. I'm outside for real. So at the end of the day, while you got people that that's lying about being a part of something or they saying this and they saying that, nah, this not the, that's not real at all. I don't cap. I'm not going to lie about nothing. Everything that I speak is truthful. Everybody that know me, that been around me, already know how I give it up and how I get down. Pause. You know, I'm from Harlem, New York, for real. You know what I mean? You can't run around talking about you from Harlem when you're not really from Harlem. You're from Mount Vernon, my man. All right? So at the end of the day, when you rocking with Harlem people like myself, and you got to keep it real, family. No cap. You know, when Biggie was alive, he gave me my respect for the things that I did for that man. He looked out for me. All right, down the line. So I can let you know how we can connect all these dots with a lot of these individuals that's in the industry right now that's not giving Mel Love his credit for what credit is due. And let me run it back and I'm gonna put it in perspective where it's supposed to be at. Let's connect the dots. I gave Biggie Smalls his name, Notorious B.I.G., the king of New York. From giving Biggie Smalls his name, he put on Junior Mafia. They eating, right? From doing that, he started a company. He didn't want to be with Bad Boy no more. So he started Junior Mint, okay? His clothing company and Undeas. Entertainment with Undeas. Big shout outs to Undeas, okay? At the end of the day, when I'm talking to Biggie, I'm telling Biggie, yo family, I need you to do me a favor. I got these artists that I need you to sign. I just had a tape. Big shout outs to my, my brother that passed away, Bloodshed from my hood, Harlem, all right? 
Well, we talking the real, we gonna keep on keeping the real out here. Let's connect the dots. So you see with Mel Love and how far Mel Love go back and how far Mel Love is in the industry that far to help people, but people is not giving me my just due and my credit. So I think people need to start speaking up right now so we understand who Mel Love Link to Link really is. Okay, let's connect the dots now. Me asking Biggie, yo family, since you said I owe you a favor or you owe me for giving you Notorious B.I.G. name, I say, yo, family, I got these artists that, I, you know, I got they tape and I feel sorry for them. I don't want them in the hood right now because I seen one of my artists smack the shit out of Mace. You understand what I'm saying? In my hood. I ain't going to mention no names because Mace, that's still my friend. Nah, I'm not going to say no names, but they know who they are. Mace know who it is. All right, let's connect the dots. So, you know, when they sitting on the bench, when Cameron and Mace is sitting on the bench and my boy smacked the shit out of Mace, I said, nah, this can't happen. I don't want these dudes out here because Mace and Cameron was, they can play ball, basketball. They can play the asshole. We used to play together at Jefferson Projects, Manhattan Center. They doing what they doing, all right? Connecting the dots. I asked Biggie, I said, yo, I got this tape, Children of the Corn. I need you to put them on. You understand? This group right here, uh, big shout outs to Duke the God, who gave me a tape of Cameron doing his thing with Dipset when they first started, okay? When Cameron put up a big ass NBA sign with a gun. Instead of a basketball, it was a gun on 125th Street. All right, let's run it back so y'all can really see that I was there and I know what I'm talking about and I put these plays together. All right, so these people can win to this day. A big shout out to Cameron. All right, and the whole dip set. All right, now when Cameron put that poster up on 125th Street, the NBA sign, everybody know what the NBA sign looked like with the basketball, the blue and white and stuff like that. Cameron did it and it was dope. You know what I mean? With the gun on the side, you know what I mean? But they told him to take it down on 125th. So as he took it down, I was there and I seen it. So I was like, all right, they trying to stop family from doing what he got to do. Cameron is dope. I love Cameron stuff and I love him to this day. He's still doing everything he got to do. So I asked Biggie, I said, yo, Big, do me a favor. Sign this, sign these artists, these artists to your record label. You about to start, you know, entertainment, you know, you unsign them. He was like, Mel Love, anything for you. I got you. So Cameron, remember when we was at the club and I whispered in your ear and I said, yo, you on now and you looked at me funny. This is the reason why I'm telling you, family, I got you to deal with Biggie and entertainment. And I wanted Biggie to sign you because I wanted to get you off the streets from doing bad. You understand? Cause I seen you headed down the wrong direction and I felt sorry for that part of it, you and Mace. And I said, no, I had to interject. And that's what I did for you, family. So big shout outs to Dipset, all right? Mel Love, Link the Link telling Biggie Smalls to sign Cameron. That was number one, all right? So that's the dots being connected, as you see. So Biggie signed Cameron and Charlie Baltimore. Y'all know who Charlie Baltimore is, right? Yeah, that was his sign right? at the time. Right, you know what I mean? Who you think he gathered from? When I was in DC. Wow. <laughs> 
Wow. All right. So let's keep it real. Connecting the dots. You know what I mean? But like I said, these were all people. These were all people I met on my journey. You know what I mean? That I seen that had great talent. Big shout outs to Charlie Baltimore. Keep on doing your thing, family. You understand? But at the same time, like I told you, I asked Biggie to do something for me. He did it. I whispered in Cameron's ear and I told him, family, you on now. You don't have nothing to worry about. That's it. Call it a day. I took a picture of the moment. He had an orange shirt on. I remember to this day, I got to find the picture so then I can start posting it up everywhere so people can see me and Cameron in that picture and he'll remember himself. Oh, Cameron was just in Colombia. My people's held you down out there. You know, my link to link team in Colombia. Yeah, the 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 how you say that the um country columbia you know we doing great things out there too link to link you know we got kids basketball teams going on we feeding the kids out there big shout outs to um johnny torres you know what i mean we got who uh hoops travel link to link out there you know what i mean yeah, tv wait, show hold on, hold on one second before we <laughs> move on to that right so it's a lie this is updated but Let's rewind a little bit because it seems like you're going into the future. Now, you are responsible for Black Rob getting his street um, sign. Is that correct? Yes, I am. All right. So before we go into the explanation for those that's coming in the building right now, I want to show again um, when we was all out there. I was out there as well. Um, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 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 you. Thank 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 you to the council people, senators, the mayor, the police department, everybody, you know what I mean, that made this possible and made it happen, you know? The chaplain, thank you Pastor Rice, you know, who picked up my, uh, my phone call last night on the time and said, yo, my love, I got you, brother. I appreciate having all these great people that's still my family to this day, growing up here in Thomas Jefferson Projects, you know, on the east side. East side? everybody. What's going on, everybody? East side surprise, Phil Cosby. Hollywood in the building. I know I'm talking a lot, but you know, sometimes I get emotional about a lot of stuff that I did. People was not giving me recognition or credit for all the things that I did out there, you know, so I just want to let you know, I love you all, I'm here to do my job. Yo, before we get out of here, I like to give you know I'm gonna have to pass it for the closing the prayer. Yeah, so how did that come about? And I think that is real fire, you know. Um, it, it happened this year, June 8th, which is his birthday. What was the process like and who idea initially like, oh, let's do a street signing or was all of that yours? No, it wasn't all mine. Um, C Styles came to me saying, Mel Love, I think we should put something together for Black Rob. So I was like, oh, what you had in mind? 
he was like, well, I'm a part of, I'm a part of the board of directors. I'm with a couple of people, you know, at the office. I'm dealing with the senators and everything like that. So what I'll do, I'll start a petition and see if we can do something with a street sign. So I was like, oh, I like that. Let's work. I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Black Rob do deserve a street sign. And if we can get the street sign up, then I'm going to try to put a mirror on the wall and let's have a birthday party for Black Rob and, and really be big about it. You know what I mean? And do something that nobody else is thinking about. You know what I mean? They're not thinking about Black Rob. They're not giving him his recognition. There's no, uh, no coverage on the news about him or nothing like that. And I'm like, this is sad because he's a multi-platinum artist and y'all not giving him nothing. Y'all not respecting the man for writing. Even Puff. I'm like, I'm surprised and shocked that Puff didn't even do no rendition of black rob they showed bismarcky big shout outs to bismarcky and everything that was one of my friends too but at the end of the day that's your artist that was your artist on your label why didn't you acknowledge him his passing when you accepted your award he helped you get that award he wrote a lot of songs for you i was there in the studio you had him writing over and over again like you do everybody so why you didn't give him no no shout outs to black rob show his picture up there something you know so anything in my will and my power that i can do i'm gonna keep on keeping black rob's legacy alive because you know i had the opportunity to manage him through kirk burroughs and i appreciate that you know what i mean so i take this stuff seriously you know this is a part of my job plus i love family and i fight for my own artists at Puffy Scene. We argue, but at the end of the day, is I'm arguing to help the artists out. I will fight for every artist out here. That's why I started, you know, uh, Link to Link for. That's why I started doing things to help these artists out here so they don't get shitted on or taken advantage of. Big shout outs to Unique. You know what I mean? Mecca Audio. Club 2000. You know what I mean? Um... I fight for these artists so these artists can talk to you and tell you the great work that Mel Love put in to help them get their royalties back, to help them, you know, get their money from these different companies. You know what I mean? Uh, I had to talk to Dr. Dre a few times to get money from for other artists. You know, I talk to a lot of individuals in the industry because... I don't like what these record companies is doing to the artists. So I will fill in and I will step in. If an artist asks me, I'm gonna help them the best way I could. And that's what Link the Link is here for, linking up with everybody through all the endeavors. So let's go, you know? Don't, yeah, don't get it. allow people to so, take, so the, take the, advantage of you. I heard there's gonna be a basketball tournament coming soon. Can you talk about that? And will it be happening annually? Well, um, I'm waiting for uh, the paperwork to come in from when we put up the Black Rob Street sign on his birthday, June 8th of this year. I uh, have to wait. Uh, they told me I had to wait six months to get the approval of that being Black Rob's official day. So I'm just waiting for the paperwork to come in. Once it come in and everything like that, then I can announce it to everybody that that's going to be Black Rob's official day on his birthday. June 8th will be Black Rob's official birthday where we can all continue on celebrating his birthday and you know just keeping his legacy alive you know big yeah. shout outs to the Ross family you know 
yeah shout out to the Ross family and just a quick reminder yes you guys I'm doing the Black Rob documentary I'm working on it now me and my love will also be doing another interview outside of this uh, right. and I'm pretty sure I'm going to add some of this footage of today in there but we're going to do right. it officially on, on a later date um, I've been working on this documentary for over a year now and it's been great I'm almost done with it um, hopefully it'll be out in 2023 um, because I, with all the footage that I have it's going to take a few months to edit that down the first documentary that I am working on and it's hella official I got his children there um, you, you're going to see a lot of exclusive content that's not in the media or did the news pick up, especially, you know, during his funeral and, and, and different things like that. So, right. yeah, stay tuned for that. And I'm going to keep you guys posted. Now, um, with all this other stuff moving forward, what, what, what are we going to see next from Mel Love as well as Link to Link? Well, right now I have my brand new single out called Pull Up because I'm pulling up on everybody. You know what I mean? I believe this is the year for it, you know? I'm definitely pulling up on everybody. So y'all go check out my new single called Pull Up featuring Young Show, you know? Uh, and big shout out to Young Show. He just got signed, you know what I mean? So um, that's great work that you did, family. You know what I mean? Check out Young Show's music and everything like that. So uh, he's got signed to Sony, you know? So y'all go check out Young Show. But um, I got 500K, I'm working on his new um, single that's coming out. I'm working with Josh B, you know what I mean? So y'all ready uh, for Josh B coming out, you know what I mean? Um, we got Rudy Ray Raw. He got his new singles coming out soon too. Pull the bra. We did live at radio. If you scroll down, you'll see yeah. the interview that I had with him a few years ago. I think we we need to tell him to come back. Well, we um, need to have Rudy Ray Roy come back. We need Pull the yeah. Brock to come back because yeah. actually we're working on the alumni project still. You know, like I said, we cannot and, let and, allow and Black, Black um, Rob's legacy to just fade away. You know. Yeah, and Puda's also in the documentary as well. He gave great testimony. Rock City, Sean yeah, Rock Dad, City. A lot of All right, are definitely um, in in the documentary. But go ahead, we can finish. You know, so big shout outs to Rock City. You know what I mean? That was one of my artists too. You know, Loose Legends. You know. Um, stories like i got stories for days but this all these stories is real life for me because i experience all these things with these great individuals and at the end of the day i will not change nothing about anything that happened in my life because that's what makes me me you know and i love every individual even to the point like bill cosby thank you you know what i mean bill cosby he he gave me money to put you know, a show together with Drew Hill, uh, Phil wow. Kaiser, and Starsky, you know, and my girl group, Protégé. Big shout outs to Protégé. I haven't seen them in years, but hopefully we can have a reunion and, you know, everybody come back together and do something, you know? Um, uh, like, there's so many great individuals that I work with out here. Nesto Velasquez, what's going on, family? You know, uh, MCTNT, what's going on, family? Uh, tonight, actually, um, wow, it's uh, 1037. Uh, K, uh, K. Davis, the hitman, um, he signed the Interscope Records. You know, he got an album that just released. And um, 
I'm on his album as well. You know what I mean? Mel Love. You know, yeah, we, gotta set, we gotta set these interviews up. We gotta, we gotta tell them to pull yeah, up to live at radio. I'm gonna have everybody pull up on your station. You know what I mean? That yeah. definitely who's affiliated with Link to Link. So I got you, family. I definitely got you. Um, like I said, big shout outs to Kirk Burroughs, you know, for giving me the opportunity and the chance, you know, to even be a part of Uptown MCA. You believed in me from the small conversation that we had on the train to me stepping into Uptown MCA with Kim Porter looking at me saying, that's the man right there, talk to him. And when Kirk Burroughs turned around and looked at me and said, yo, you don't have to sit in here no more. You can come back here with me. That blew my mind. I'm like, wow, Kim Porter, bless the dead to Kim Porter. Thank you. Cause she did a lot for me too, you know? And at the end of the day, she was the one that was like, yo, you made it, you here. All your hard work coming down, being a persistent and consistent coming down here, you know, showing up every single day. Now you walking through the doors of greatness now and look at all the great things that happened. I got to name Biggie Smalls his name. I got to do records with great individuals doing beats, you know, um, big shout outs to Chucky Thompson, you know, people passed on, you know, that I was a part of great records that were major hits out here that people in the world can't even understand that yes i was a part of it you know yes i programmed the npc 2000 you know to make these drum sounds and everything i used to sit down with kirk burroughs he used to write a lot of stuff asking me questions yo mel love what you think about this and i'm telling him he write it down in his book so he got books worth of stuff that was in my brain and you know just ask him he'll tell you you know at yeah, the end of the day we'll be up here soon i'm working on that right yeah. now yeah to try to get him kirk burroughs is a great individual so fascinating you know even before bad boy of the things that he was doing yeah before then, yeah because he was in the tv world yeah before that you know what i mean and yeah. then when he got with that bad boy be- actually bad boy was uh kirk burroughs and sean puffy combs you know what I mean? Yeah. That was at the beginning. And then at the beginning, it was just Kirk Burroughs, Sean Puffy Combs, and myself. Mel yeah. Love. I just hate the way that that situation ended. I, I really do. I mean, he's the one wow. who introduced the world to Webstar. So, you know. It, yeah, just, chicken noodle soup. I just seen yeah, uh, Webstar the other day at the restaurant, 125. Like that Kurt Burroughs story, I think more people need to tell it. You know, it, it's just a shame how it ended, how tragic that was. But and, it's and not tragic. You know something? Well, it is disrespectful and it's a tragic, but now, Kirk Burroughs, you have all the platforms to get on and tell your story. So, you know, at the end of the day, everybody out here working and they giving they best them. So, you know, it's not going to be a tragedy for Kirk Burroughs anymore because these yes, platforms that's out here right now is giving him mad ample opportunity to do everything that he believe in that was from before. If he, him, Puffy, and myself created Bad Boy, you know, then at the end of the day, it was taken away from Kirk Burroughs. I left. You understand? I never got fired. Puffy did ask me to come back and everything like that, but I have my own thing, link to link, you know? So I appreciate it and I appreciate working with Puffy. Like a lot of people, they they like him, they dislike him. At the end of the day, for him, you know, for me, 
I just want him to acknowledge, you know, giving people credit where credit is due. That's all. You know what I mean? I appreciate you running around screaming love. That's me all day. Mel love link to link. It's all good. Family, scream love. Keep on pushing love. I appreciate that. All that. You know what I mean? My son doing his yeah. job. Yeah. Love, because I did for him. I pushed him. So now he's pushing me. I appreciate that. You understand what I'm saying, Diddy? You understand what yeah. I'm saying, Puff Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're about to wrap it up. Is there any last words? And, and, and this is the time for your shout outs, everything like that. And I just want to say I appreciate you pulling up to Live at Radio. Your story was amazing as well. I mean, I learned a lot of things that I didn't know before. So shout out to you and shout out to being a part of the culture and pushing the culture forward the way that you did the mat and the magnitude that you did. Um, I feel like we wouldn't hear a lot of people. We wouldn't have a lot of particular situations if it wasn't for you. So I am forever grateful um, as a fan, as well as a, a person who um, views hip hop as their culture. Now, you know, like I said, we're about to wrap this um, interview up. So is there any last words and any last shadows and, and any last um, um, great advice that you would like to give to the public right now? Well, I just like to tell everybody, vote for me. I'm running for president 2024. Um, the time is now for us to all stick together and do what we gotta do. Y'all think I'm playing? I'm really serious about running for president 2024. Y'all gonna see I the flyers go out and you're gonna see that I'm really here for the people. I love my family, I love my kids, I love everybody out here. You understand what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I feel that we all just need to come together and stick together because it's sad that a lot of things is going on in this world that, you know, it shouldn't be going down the way it is. You know, this industry got people going crazy, losing their lives, um, just going insane because like you do get mad. Like I, I had a moment in this space and time where I started lashing out and I apologize for even doing that. You know what I mean? I was speaking out of character, speaking a little too much and everything like that because no, it's like so much in me, yourself. it's so much in me that needs to be out there. I want y'all to get ready to watch the movie that I'm putting together called What My Eyes See. I've been filming since I was a kid. Big shout out to Ms. Z that passed away. I was able to do a little short film with her. You know, my teacher looked for me for 20 years. She found me and you get to see, you get to see me as a kid when I first got on the news with Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev and doing great things when I was in my school teaching my class and turning them into a whole orchestra and doing a poetry book and my first rap I did was don't use drugs so you always know that I was on a positive tip big shout outs you know and rest in peace to DJ K Slay who I was yes, on his first mix when he was in the purple suit the drama king you know um, blessings to him the Fred the Godson uh, the yes. list goes on um you know, I just want to tell everybody out there, just be yourself because everything else is taken. And, you know, you just 
have to believe in yourself never ever give up what you believe in you have to keep on pushing even when people tell you you can't do it or they think you're lying or they don't believe your story and they don't believe that you was a part of all these great things that was going on or like i put my i used to edit for people and you know uh put my logo link to link on their stuff and they say hey mel love you're stealing my shine i like yo look up in the sky so many stars in the sky you can never st- uh, dim your light so how are you gonna talk about i'm stealing your shine you understand at the end of the day so i want people that to know that i never stole your shine look you're great Yo, france montana you're great <laughs> cocaine city you're great um yo case you're great family sean puffy combs you're great but you have to give back now you got to come to your community you have to give back i'm harlem for real for real family you know what i mean big shout outs to dipset you know big shout outs to the west coast family spice one d brooks you know my boy bean time is now you know um big shout outs to everybody out there you know um uh josh b um big shout outs to Gigi. Big shout outs to my kids. Like I said, you know, um, big shout outs to all my baby mothers. You know what I mean? For holding my kids down. You know what I mean? You know something? I I never shout them out. You know what I mean? I never shout them out. You know what I mean? But really, big shout outs to all my baby mothers. You know what I mean? Out there. I just want to let y'all know I appreciate y'all for taking care of my kids and holding it down. You know what I mean? For real. I know I'll be an asshole sometimes and stuff like that. But I just want y'all to know that I really do care and I'm here for my kids. You know what I mean? And I do the best I can do for all of them. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to let y'all know that, you know, because I never shout them out. I hate child support. You know, but at the end of the day, big shout outs to everybody. You know what I mean? I love you all. So, and, and you know, where, I have where to say everybody that. can find you and get in tune with Link to Link. Well, Link to Link, you can hit me up at linktolinkent.com on my website. You can hit me up at linktolinkent02 at gmail.com. You can call me at 646-973-0667. Or you can hit me up on my IG page at melvin.coleman.3994. All right? Anything that you need, I have. If I don't have it, I'm going to go out there and get it for you. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm Mel Love, Link to Link. The movement you want to move with, the outlet, all the plugs come to me. I ain't a plug. I'm an outlet. I charge everybody up and give y'all that energy to go out there and do the positive things and do right. And I am the real love. All right. So, you know, I appreciate other people out there screaming out love and brother love and all that. You know, what I mean, keep on pushing love. That's all. Stop cursing with it. Stop trying to be tough guys with it and thinking that you can, you know, because love is the ultimate, you know, and all this stuff that came from me came from God first. So I want everybody to throw your L's up for the Lord first to live your life, laugh a lot more laugh a lot more because we need it in this time and age that we in right now link to link the movement you want to move with all right thank you so much for pulling up to live at radio this was such a blessing and an honor and very entertaining and i hope that you get many more opportunities to tell your story and to speak out i think you should write a book as well i think that would be a dope 
Actually, I am writing a book. I got Josh B on it right now. You know what okay, I mean? Right. Actually, we was going through some of uh, the chapters uh, yesterday. He was proofreading it to me and we have our conversations and we talk. So if people don't understand the reason why Josh B been around me all this time since what? 2020. You know, uh, or before that, way before that, shit, 2000. Since 2000, Josh B been around me, not only as an artist that I've been developing and working with him in the studio, he was also helping me write my book. You understand? And when y'all see what's going on in this book, y'all gonna get to really see Mel Love, Melvin Coleman, himself, in everything that I was a part of, what I was there, because I got paperwork, I got pictures, I got contracts, I got word of mouth, I got tape recordings, I got video recordings, because you know I'm recording everything. And anybody that was around me, they already know that I record everything. You understand? So nobody can be in a blind saying, oh, I didn't know I was, I'll tell y'all. I already let y'all know I'm recording right now. Y'all ready? <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you want to be on recording, y'all going to be there That's with me. If not, Y'all gotta move out my way That's it So you know Since I was a kid I've been recording And I ain't never stopped And I'm still recording To this day So you know Y'all get ready For this great story That's about to hit the world And I'm doing The first reality movie That hasn't been done you understand where you get to see and you feel everything since I was a kid. I'm doing reenactments where people get to see with my mom and dad, I, all the crazy nonsense I had to go through with that. I love my mom and dad to this day because they made me me, but we went through some shit. You understand? I'll tell you, you know, so I appreciate all of y'all, you know? Um, and, and I'm glad you survived all of this and, and, and having the opportunity to tell your story and you know I couldn't ask for a better interview so thank you and this is I've, like I said you guys we're going to be we're going to be doing the Black Rob documentary that's why I didn't ask him certain right. things because I'm reserving right. that for when we for the documentary I'm pretty sure right. I'm coming to the hood y'all I'm yes, coming, to, coming Harlem. to the hood we're, we're coming to the Harlem we're bringing the cameras out we're gonna get into depth about Black Rob, but this interview was more about right. him and his career and things like that. I touched on Black Rob a little bit, but we're gonna go even deeper. More in detail, right? Yeah, right, right. And that's why I left a few things out to keep you guys in tune. Yeah, so big I shout out to Black Rob's son too, Rob Lowe. Uh, yes. Big shout out to. Um, Cal Dawson, you know what I mean? Also, you know, I had conversations with Cal Dawson too, you know what I mean? And he put out The Last Days of Black Rob. And, yeah, you I know... Was just telling people that um, he just put out, but that was just The Last Days, my documentary. Yeah, that was just... Right, we doing the beginning to, to The Last Days. We going from the yeah. beginning with you to all the way to The Last Days. But, yeah. like, and everybody's a part of what we doing out here. As well. um, he, right. I interviewed him for my documentary, him... Um, one badass drummer, you know, some of the mm -hmm. people that he stayed with. I got I got right. interviews with them when they was out here for the funeral. Right. So I mean y'all not gonna be disappointed with this. I put my blood, sweat, right. and tears. So it will be something definitely to, to look out for and I'll let you and know. Big shout outs to fifty cent. Uh, juvenile Rough Riders, when I was on that tour with y'all, all you seen was Link to Link and G Unit and Lights, Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida. I love y'all still, you know what I mean? I'll be heading back out there soon. Um, big shout outs to um, 
uh, baby, you know what I mean? Thank you for sponsoring uh, my birthday weekend with the GTV Vodka. I appreciate you for allowing Mel Love to bring y'all to be the first people in New York to come and bring that GTV Vodka down here. Um, people I haven't talked to in a long time, like Less Love and all of them, you know what I mean? Uh, who else? Um, wow, Mark P. Um, Ooh, it's so many people. Miss Peggy, I'm in a book with her. The whole everybody, everybody that was a part of Link to Link, I appreciate you all. You know what I mean? I just gotta say that. And my cousin Raheem, yo, Ra, Ra, pull up, hop out. (laughs) Keith Price, what's good? Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much, and and um, we'll hit you up um, tomorrow so we can start talking and scheduling for the next thing that we're working on. But I appreciate you All right, family. and salute you, and I can't wait to hear more from you. Now I appreciate you too. This is Mel Love, Link the Link, the movement you want to move with on live at radio. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Mel Love, yes. Link the Link, at live at radio. Let's get it. Let's get it. Peace and blessings. Blessings, family. Yes. Yes. That was an incredible, incredible interview. So much information. So many gems. So many situations I didn't even know about. You know, and that goes to show you. Everybody uh, pays attention to those that are behind this, um, that are on the scenes, in front of the camera. But a lot of people don't realize everything that goes goes into it behind the scenes, like the Mel Love, like the Kirk Burroughs. Um, Kirk Burroughs' interview is coming up as well, so please look out for that. But but yeah, and um, he brought up Mecca Audio. I'm working on Mecca Audio right now. I'm just waiting for the date. It's it's kind of hard, but we definitely gonna get to it. But yeah, you know, him giving him naming Biggie that that was a shocker to me, you know, um, and everything like that. And I'm just glad that you know he's still connected. Where now that we have a Black Rob, we have a street named by Black Rob. So um, this interview, I'm dedicating it to Black Rob as well as Slay. And just we have it's up to us to keep these um, the memory of alive, and I hope we hear more stories about the truth of what's going on because damn, bad boy got that curse around them. I don't. I think the only people who didn't really say anything about them was like a lot of the members of the Hitman. You know, um, if you check a few interview, interviews down, I interviewed Fanatic, um, and he was a part of Andreo, Andreo's um, Fanatic. And um, he was a part of the Hitman, and he produced a lot of. He produced Crush on You and everything like that. Work with Undias and, and things like that. So I mean, there's a few people from the Hitman who, you know, didn't deal with the bad boy curse. But it seems, but that's just a handful compared to everybody that deals with Puff in any kind of way. They always complaining or or saying that they uh, didn't get they just do. That's, that's, that's crazy to me. But we're gonna dissect that with other people um, that's gonna be pulling up to live at radio. Yeah, but with that being said, I wanna shout out to everybody that was tuning into us. Shout out to LinkedIn, shout out to YouTube, shout out to Twitter, shout out to Facebook. Um, and I'm glad all of you guys pulled up 
and, and was a part of and witnessed this amazing interview. Um, please like, share, comment, and leave a review if you're listening to this on a podcast streaming service. Everything will be greatly appreciated. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get all of these amazing interviews as we go live and post it. And let's get it. I wish you guys a good night and I see you next time. Peace, love, and blessings. Until then, bye, y'all.